Ashton, Ashton, Ashton Media. The customer experience a company delivers, it's the way they express their values. It's the way they express who they are to the world. It means everything today. And it's not just a requirement of doing business. It's an expression of who they are. Hello, I'm Stacey Gota, Portfolio Director at Ashton Media, and your host of the Ashton Cast, How Does Empathy Impact CX Series? Brought to you by our friends at Genesis the global leader in cloud customer experience and contact center solutions. These are short, sharp stories and solutions to the biggest challenges in marketing, advertising, media, and CX. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, and comment and tell anyone that you know that is interested in this industry about this podcast and your favorite episode. You can find Ashton Cast on all of the major podcast players, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. I'm thrilled to have Keith Pierce, Senior Vice President, Brand Marketing and Communications at Genesis, joining us on the Ashton Cast podcast. Keith, thanks so much for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, we'll kick off by looking at um, relationship building and customer loyalty are obviously two very key pinnacle results of an exceptional customer experience. How have the core values of CX and, and providing for our customers over time changed? Yeah, I mean, I think in the beginning for the company, it was about how could they most efficiently serve as many customers as they could. So they were thinking about measuring things like customer satisfaction. Sometime in the 2000s, as as customers started to interact with companies over digital channels, over other channels than the phone, um, they really started to look at effectiveness. How effective is my customer experience? And is that leading to loyalty? And thinking about measuring things like effort and things like that. Today, I think the evolution is to empathy. And I think empathy has become really central to how companies think about customer loyalty and the customer experience. And do you think that that role of empathy and its importance, particularly during this time with the COVID-19 pandemic, do you think that role is changing or increasing in importance? Oh, I think it's it's changed everything. I think it's become the most sort of central thing a company can and should be doing. And, you know, we just think about empathy as, you know, customers feeling heard, feeling remembered, and feeling understood. So a company needs to put itself in a place to be able to do those three things. It also is a cultural construct for a company, the employee experience. They need to think about how they can bring empathy through their employees to their customers and deliver empathy because it's most valuable when it's delivered through a human and with a human. And you're right there to touch on on the role of the employee experience in this jigsaw puzzle. It's incredibly important, again, particularly during these times as most businesses, you know, are working from home and, you know, businesses are, are trying to ensure a consistently exceptional employee experience to deliver for their customers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that that is something that as employees have left the office and gone home, mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the context of customer experience, you think about everyone now has an internet access and a screen and technology that they can serve customers through. So now the customer experience is the whole enterprise. It's whoever is available, mm-hmm. whoever has product knowledge, whoever's best suited at that time. So we used to think about 
a department that was responsible for customer service. Now it's really the company because everyone can access the same technology. And the CX space has obviously evolved fairly significantly over the years and, you know, moving from things like the efficiency to the effectiveness to the, to the role of empathy, as you mentioned. How has COVID-19 impacted customer experience and, and how has it changed customers' expectations of the businesses that they're interacting with? Yeah, I mean, it's changed everything. I think customers now, there's a different set of criteria that customers are using to select the companies they do business with. They are much more attuned to where does the product come from that that company is selling me? And what does that company stand for? What are they um, all about? Are they thinking about the impact to communities and how they deliver products? Are they thinking about impacts to the environment? Are they promoting diversity initiatives? Things like that were talked about six months ago, today they become a selection criteria by customers for who they do business with. And I know it's a very difficult time for a lot of businesses right now. And I know that the US has now officially entered its first recession since 2009, which is going to be very difficult for many, many people and businesses. What role do you see CX having in businesses as we navigate that road to recovery post COVID-19? Yeah, I mean, I think first of all, the role of the company, the role of the corporation is changing in this, this, mm. this six months of 2020. And I think that role is not just about profit and loss or shareholders. It's about communities. It's about stakeholders. It's about social responsibility. And frankly, it's about solving big problems in the world that governments are ill-equipped to solve. So I think that's part of, you know, the challenge that we see now. It's also, I think the customer experience a company delivers it's the way they express their values. It's the way they express who they are to the world. And so it means everything today. And it's not just a, a, a requirement of doing business. It's, I think it's an expression of who they are. Having that sense of purpose is incredibly important in building trust with our customers, which is, again, an increasingly important part of building that customer loyalty. What would you say makes a brand trustworthy and why is that important and so important in CX? Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. in previous days, what made it trustworthy was were good products at a good price that were supported by good service. I think today it starts with empathy and I think there's a continuum, empathetic companies, companies that express the kind of social values that customers want, those experiences build trust, trust builds loyalty, and it's a, it's a loop, it's a continuum. So I think where companies are wise to start is with empathy. It's not with, I have a better product. It's not with, I've got a value price advantage. It's not that I'm first to market. It's that I can scale and deliver empathetic experiences, and those are going to engender trust, which in turn will engender loyalty. Yeah the holy grail. Um, and we talked about the role of, of trust and empathy and customer loyalty, all incredibly important aspects of, of customer experience and the customer experience strategies. How do you see advancements in technology impacting our ability to deliver those more meaningful customer experiences both now and into the future? Two massive waves of technology uh, advancement, one artificial intelligence and the other cloud. And obviously related because with the processing power of cloud, Companies can glean insights and just process massive amounts of information that they could never before without the power of the cloud. So we're really able now to understand where customers have been, where they're going, and really make really accurate predictions about what they want and about what the right outcome 
uh, to deliver for them is. Which leads me into um, the next kind of element I wanted to touch on, which is personalization. We've been hearing a lot about, you know, personalization for a long time. And there's a lot of discussion in the industry around, you know, getting that cool versus creepy balance right and, and those elements of personalization. What is new with personalization and how can we stop it from from feeling, you know, creepy? Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, for over 25 years, companies have been trying to deliver on personalization. And I think where it started was really in how they marketed and sold to their customer. I don't think they mm-hmm. thought of it in the, in the whole continuum of customer experience. So I think the differentiation was we talked about personalization. What we were really delivering was sort of a mass service experience. The difference now is we can individualize the experience and not just personalize. We were talking about personal personalization in the context of segmentation, of making assumptions about who people were and what they were going to do without thinking of the individual person themselves. Mm -hmm. And the reality is today, our behavior is erratic, our emotions are erratic, and we need to be able to look at and think about customers as individuals, not as a number or not as a member of a group or a a customer segment. And how do you do that at scale? Yeah, I mean, I think that's for us. That's that's moving away from where personalization is, has been scaled is for marketing and for frankly targeting mm. purposes. Right? We mm. know you've done this. You put this information out there. We're using that to predict what you're going to do, so we know what you're going to buy. I think really thinking about starting with empathy and not starting with how can I sell more to you? How can I cross sell more effectively? How can I market? How does my ad perform better? Start from the assumption of how can I help you? Which may not be for commercial purposes. It might just be giving you valuable information at the right time. That kind of engendering of customer empathy pays off in the long term versus the short-term value of weaponizing information by targeting them with ads and things like that. I think that's the transition the world is going to make, frankly, because consumers are more attuned to that. I visit your website, and now every time I go online, I'm getting bombarded with ads. People know what that what that means, and they know what that is translating into for the company. That's not necessarily helping people with information. Yeah especially when you're being targeted with ads for a pair of shoes that you bought two weeks ago and you're seeing them every day. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) So we talked about the role of trust and empathy and the advancements of technology in CX moving forward. What would you say is key for a successful CX approach in the future? Too often, um, companies start thinking about a customer journey, how they plot and predict what the customers are going to do instead of thinking about what are the moments in, in the way I interact with my customers where I want to inject the best person, the most qualified person from the company and not just the technology. So it's really changing the way technology has been deployed. Technology in service of people and in customers instead of technology has an implicit bias to it by the people that deploy it. And that bias mm-hmm. is towards efficiency. And that bias is toward, and towards making assumptions. And that's, I think, the, the flip that companies need to make. So we're going to mix things up a bit now and we're going to move to some more quick fire questions. Okay. So who, who would you look up to in the industry as a mentor or role model or muse? I think Mark Benioff, the CEO of Salesforce, is a uh, is a great example of what a modern CEO should be should be doing. Um, 
I the reason why I cho- chose him is is um, well, first he's made a utility out of the cloud. It's just you turn it on and it's there, just like the water or electricity. Mm-hmm. But he's also reshaping what the role of the company is, right? He's he he, he believes, and I, I agree with him. Companies have a responsibility to communities. They have a responsibility mm-hmm. to employees, a civic responsibility, not just a profit responsibility, not just a return responsibility, but a responsibility to making the world better, to doing societal good. Um, and they're doing that. So that's that's what I really suspect uh, respect in, in him and their yeah. company. Yeah, I've seen in, I think it's in the US in particular, a group of organizations coming together under an association that have pledged to not have profit as their main purpose as a business and to have, um, you know, some kind of uh, larger purpose as their main purpose. Yeah. Which is a great initiative. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think we're moving from companies' values to their purpose. And as companies mm. think about that, there's not the, not the same thing. I mean, the values have been very self-serving. A purpose is serving a higher good and a higher cause. Mm. And uh, that's what I respect about companies that are purpose-led. Yeah. Yeah, fab. And what books or podcasts or you know media are you consuming right now that, that's really helping you with your day-to-day? So I just put down Just Mercy. Just Mercy is a book written by Brian Stevenson about um, some of the racial bias in sentencing in this country. As you can imagine, with the civil unrest we've seen, not just here, but around the world, yeah. there is a lot of pent-up anger and frustration from minority communities uh, that have been uh, the victims of racial injustice. It's just to you know, witness through the George Floyd incident, but incidents around yeah. the world. Um, so that was particularly timely. Um, on the podcast side, I like the CMO podcast, the Jim Snangles CMO mm. podcast. I like that a lot. Um, I listen to the TED Radio Hour as well uh, podcast. So those are a couple of, uh, and then I try to stay on the Economist every morning to get a, a global view instead mm. of just a, an American one of. Uh, what's happening in the world. And what trend are you most excited about in customer experience? I mean, for me, it's the, it's the power of the cloud and the, 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 consume, the way consumers are seeing the power of subscribing to content services like Netflix or Hulu and seeing the richness of recommendation, right? And the value of something learning from our behavior and then making it a better experience out of that. Not using it to be exploitive, but using it to help us. That's the, the the power of the cloud in this industry in the future, and I'm excited for that future. And what trend in the industry would you wish would change or stop on a different note? I mean, I think the trend, and especially coming out of whatever the world looks like post-COVID, but um, the cost savings it, in pursuit of automation versus pursuing a better customer experience with automation and designing something that's going to perform better, but deliver a better experience. So I think too many companies have led with automate to cut costs instead of design a great automated experience with service and the service experience front and center, and then realize, wow, I'm going to drive a better improvement rate on automation if I do it that way, and I'm going to save more. So there's been this false choice between automate and great customer experience, and there doesn't have to be. That's the single trend I wish would would change in our industry and how we've yeah. deployed technology in the past. And if you could tell someone 10 years ago one interesting thing about how technology is changing the face of customer experience and, and customer expectations now, what would that be? 
I mean, I think those predictive capabilities that we're seeing with artificial intelligence, I mean, this is starting to become mainstream. We're starting to see more and more examples of, um, I've been on a website and I ring a company and they're knowledgeable about that. They're helping me. I'm starting off. It's almost like I'm hitting the pause button for where I've been and I'm resuming that interaction. Those are becoming more and more mainstream. And I think they're, you know, everyone benefits as a result. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Thanks so much, Keith, for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on Ashton Cast. It's been a pleasure to join you, Stacey. Thank you. The, the pleasure is mine. <laughs> Thanks so much, Keith. You're welcome. On the next episode of the Empathy and CX series, we'll be playing the full interview with Jessica Ricks, Head of Customer Interactions at SunSuper. Stay tuned. This Ashtoncast CX series was proudly brought to you by our friends at Genesis, the global leader in cloud customer experience and contact center solutions. Again, please make sure to subscribe, rate, comment, and tell anyone that you know that is interested in this industry about this podcast and your favorite episode. You can find Ashtoncast on all of the major podcast players, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Go to ashtonmedia.com.au slash Ashtoncast for more info. This episode was produced by Podpaste and Ashton Media here in Sydney, Australia. Executive produced by Sean Jenkins, Gavin Stewart and Stacey Gota. Supervising producer, Darren Lake. Audio production, sound design and engineering by Eamon Connolly. Story writing producers, Charles Montano with the additional help of Aidan Mullins. And podcast management by Michelle Lee. Ashton, Ashton, Ashton Media.